Good evening and welcome evening again. And We're welcome glad again. that you're here tonight. Glad that you're here tonight. Appreciate so much the opportunity, so to, be much back. The opportunity to be back. Uh, thank you to Brother Billy for thank leading our singing Billy tonight and this morning. And we're grateful for the opportunity to be together tonight. I know that this morning we had a large number of people that were watching online. And so we're grateful that there are many who are tuning in that way. But we would but love to have you here in person, have you here in person. And, we hope and, pray that and we hope and pray that things may things change may very quickly change very and quickly allow some who are not here to be back with us once again. We're going to be looking tonight in our study at the book of Ecclesiastes. We have been looking at some of the key chapters in Scripture, in scripture. and tonight and tonight, we're going to take going a, to bird's take eye a view bird's eye view of the book of Ecclesiastes, of book of Ecclesiastes as, we think together as we think together about investigating, about investigating the, purpose the purpose of life. Of life. In, 12 chapters, In 12 chapters, Solomon, Solomon does, a thorough, does a thorough investigation of life, of life and, its purpose. and its purpose. Now really there are two, now, really, there are two views that we might consider, we might consider when, we talk about when we talk the purpose, about of, life. The purpose of life. On the one hand, you have, what, hand, I you have what I would call the worldly view. The worldly view. That is, how, that does, is, wor how, how does, does the world, world, how does the world look, at life? look at life? Those who are in the world, those who are in the world what would they conclude would concerning, they conclude the, purpose concerning the purpose of life? Of life? On the other hand, you have the, hand, the, words, you have the words, perception perception of the purpose of, of life. And so, tonight, life. and so tonight we're going to be looking at the book of Ecclesiastes. Book of I, invite Ecclesiastes. I invite you to turn to this great book. To turn to this great book. And as you make your way to the book of Ecclesiastes, I do want to remind you. Next week we'll be next week going we'll back be to the New Testament. We're going to be looking at Colossians chapter 1. And one of the things that I want to encourage you to do, read the book of Colossians this next week. There might not be another epistle penned by Paul that exalts Jesus more than the book of Colossians. And so I invite you to read the four chapters of Colossians. Read it, study it, meditate on it. And next week, the Lord willing, we will be looking at chapter 1. So tonight as we look at the book of Ecclesiastes, as we think about investigating the purpose of life, of life. Solomon, in many, Solomon respects, in many respects, provides us, provides with, a us glimpse with a glimpse into what life's all about. What life's all about. And as you look at and chapter, look one, at and chapter forward, one and going forward, there is a critical, a analysis, critical analysis of the purpose of life. Of the purpose of life. And Solomon, is and Solomon is entering what we might call the laboratory, might call of life. the laboratory of life. And he is running a series, of, running experiments. A series of experiments. In chapter, 12, in chapter 12, he's going to draw, going his, to conclusion draw his conclusion and ultimately state, and ultimately state what, he, what believes to be, he believes to be what he was inspired, he was to, inspired pen to pen concerning the purpose, of life. the purpose of life. And so I want to begin by so going back by going with you for a moment or two and looking at, chapter two one. And looking at chapter 1. And as you look at chapters and 1 and 2, chapters one of the interesting, two, things, the interesting is, things is Solomon talks about Solomon his conquest. And he'll talk about he'll the things about that he has experienced, experienced firsthand in life. In life. And he will ultimately he will run the ultimately gamut run the in everything from, in everything power, from power to pleasure. To pleasure. Paul, in a sense, Paul, in a sense condenses, everything condenses everything that Solomon has to say, has to say about 
the worldly view of life and says it like this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 32. Paul said, if the dead do not rise, let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. We die. And that's sadly how that's many people sadly live, today. How many people live today. Their idea is we're Their only here for a limited here for amount a limited of time. Amount We've got to make the most of it. And so what we need to do is immerse ourselves in what life has to offer, live for self, because, because ultimately, ultimately after death, nothing after more. Death, nothing so more. with that in mind, let's so look at, mind, chapter let's one. at chapter 1. And note with me if you would. Some of the things that the Solomon, things had, the Solomon had the opportunity to experience, to experience in, life. Now, in life. Now, he begins chapter 1 begins by saying the words of the preacher, the, the son of, of David, preacher, the son of king David. in Jerusalem. Now, king I want to just pause here for a minute. If you look at the life of Solomon, Solomon, as you well know, was the son of David. David succeeded King Saul. King Saul. David was a man David after God's own heart. David was a man that in many respects was worthy of the adulation that came his way. David was a great man, wasn't he? Prior to the death of David, he gave Solomon some very sage advice in chapter 2. In the book of First Kings. In the book of First Kings. He told him, he said, he told him, he that he was going the way of all the earth. In other words, he's going to die. He said, here's what I want you to do. Said, be strong and prove yourself a man. In about verse 3, he told him or instructed him to honor all of the commands and statutes and judgments of the Lord. He said, if you do this, you'll find prosperity in this life. Basically, that's what God had said to Joshua in the long ago. Well, Solomon didn't necessarily take the advice given by his dad. But nonetheless, in chapter nonetheless, 1, Solomon begins, Solomon begins to identify or itemize some of the things that he might check he off might in life. Off in so life. drop down, look at verse 12. So drop down, look at verse 12. Solomon said, Solomon said, I the preacher, I the preacher was king over Israel, king over Israel in Jerusalem. In Jerusalem. So number one, Solomon, so number one became Solomon became a very powerful a very man. Powerful man. I mean, uh, imagine if you I mean, can. Imagine if you can. You have inherited you the throne, have inherited of, your the throne of your father David. David was an David illustrious was king, an probably illustrious the greatest king, king, the, greatest the, king nation the nation ever had. That is the United Kingdom. That is the United Kingdom. Solomon now sits Solomon on that now throne. Sits on that throne. Welding tremendous welding power. Tremendous power. Now, there are a lot of folks in the world there are a lot today. Of folks in the world today. They are. Power they hungry and power can be power insatiable can be in many insatiable. respects. There are a lot of folks in the world today. They're doing their best to climb, their best the to climb the ladder to acquire more and more, power. More and more power. You ever wonder why wonder so much why money is spent, so money is spent by, individuals by individuals trying to gain the presidency gain the in this country? I can tell you why. It's all about power. It's all about power. It's to occupy the to White occupy House. The White House. And so there are people today, so they know something today, about power. Something about power. Well, Solomon was a man well, of Solomon immense power, but then look at verse 16. Then look at verse 16. Solomon said, Solomon I commune with my heart, saying, 
Look, saying, I have attained Look, greatness. Have attained now, over in chapter greatness. 2, now, in look, chapter at two. look at verse 9. Solomon said, Solomon I became said, great, I became great excelled more than all who were before me in Jerusalem. So Solomon was a man, so Solomon was a man of great stature. Of we great might say stature. he was a we man of prominence or prominence popularity. Or Popularity. Think about how many people, in, how our many people today in our world today are doing everything, are doing within, everything their power within their power to become a household, become name. A household name. There are folks in our world, today, in our world today, they want to be well, known, to be well by the world, known by the world, don't they? And yet here's the irony. And yet here's the irony. Some of the people that have, people that have gained, gained tremendous success, tremendous success from the vantage point of the world. From the vantage point of the world. And yes, they are yes, a household are name. A household name. But sadly, they are some of the most miserable people you'll ever meet or read about. Solomon was a man Solomon of tremendous, man of tremendous prominence. prominence. I mean, prominence. you remember I mean, the Queen of the South, the Queen, the, Queen of of Sheba? the Queen of Sheba? The Bible says that the she Bible made this comment. She, she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. What was her conclusion? Do you recall? She said, the half hasn't been told. We can only imagine. Can I mean, only think, imagine. About I mean think, think about Solomon. It was under his direction that the temple was built. He spent 20 years 20 building, years his, own palace. building his own palace. So this guy was, so well, this known. Guy was well known. People, knew about, people knew about Solomon. There are people today, as I said a moment ago, they, moment are, household ago, they are household names all around names the world. All around the I don't world. care where you go in the world, all you have to do is say the word Elvis, and people, people know who you're talking about. Don't you don't have to say Elvis Presley. You just say Elvis, and they know who you're talking about. So Solomon. So Solomon. Here's a man of great man of power, great power immense, popularity. immense popularity. But then note if you but would what he says. Down in chapter 2. Down in chapter 2. In chapter 2. In chapter 2. In chapter two, in chapter two he says, he says, note if you would verse 10. Note if you would verse 10. Whatever my eyes desired, I did not keep from them. I did not keep from them. I did not withhold did my, not heart from my heart any from pleasure. Any pleasure. Solomon here, simply Solomon saying, here simply saying that he immersed himself, he immersed in, the himself in the pleasures of the world. Of the world. Paul in the long ago Paul talked about people ago who were lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Is it possible that we can become so consumed about gratifying our own fleshly desires that we put spiritual things on the back burner? Well, the answer would be yes. The answer would be yes. They're folks today, I can, folks tell you, today, I can tell you. They spend a lot of they money. They spend a lot of money for one purpose. For one purpose. Pleasure. Pleasure. We live in what might we live in what be might probably be, probably be described as an entertainment as an entertainment crazed society. Crazed society. Have you ever thought about how much money about how much money is spent is on spent recreation? On recreation in this nation. In this nation. I mean Think about, how much, think about spend how much people spend going to football going games, to football games, basketball games, basketball games. Not long ago, I was listening, to the, radio, ago, I was listening to the radio, and they were talking about the trade deadline for the NBA. And they said when the trade, when deadline, the trade deadline passed, deadline passed listen, to this, listen to this, over $2 over billion, $2 billion dollars had been spent. Had been spent. For what? For what? For basketball? For basketball? 
That's where we are in That's this country. Where we are in this country. It says something it says about something our values about our or, lack, or thereof. lack thereof. I don't care who you are. There is not an individual not on, an this individual earth on this earth worth $200 million, dollars $200 million to, play basketball. to play basketball. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. Now, now, again, that's again, where we are as a society. That's where we are as a society. And there are folks today. And there are folks today. They spend. They spend tons of money. Tons of money trying to trying gratify to themselves. Gratify themselves in the world. Is there anything wrong with in the world finding happiness and gratification in the world? Of course not. World? Of course not. But we can't do it. We can't at do the it expense at the expense of our eternal soul. Of our can eternal soul can and then what about then what about, what about his possessions? What about his possessions? Look if you would at verse Look four. Look if you would at verse four. Solomon said, "I, Solomon made, my said, works great. I made my works great. I built myself houses built myself and planted, houses myself and planted myself vineyards. I made myself gardens, made and, myself orchards gardens and orchards and planted all and kinds of fruit trees in them. Fruit trees in them. I made myself water I pools from which to water the growing trees of the grove. I acquired male and female servants and had servants born in my house. Yes, I had greater possessions of herds and flocks than all who were in Jerusalem before me." I also gathered for myself silver, for and myself silver and gold. One of the things that the things God had that said concerning had those, who would, concerning those throne, who would occupy the throne, they were not to multiply not silver to and gold, silver and, yet Solomon, and gold, did, yet Solomon did, did exactly that. Did exactly that. He said, I acquired male and female singers, the delights of the sons of men, and musical instruments of all kinds. Solomon now talking about the immensity of his wealth. It'd be interesting to know, interesting to know how, much money how much Solomon was worth, Solomon in, his day. Was worth in his day. Solomon had, Solomon as we would, had, say, as we would everything. say, everything. I mean, he had it all. I mean, he had Turn it over, all. if you would, at chapter Turn 5. Listen to what Solomon said about acquiring possessions. Because there are people in the world today, they have this idea. That if somehow they if could somehow just gobble up a little bit more of this world's goods, they'd be happy. They'd be happy. But note if you would verse 10. Note if you would verse 10. You might want to underline this verse. Underline this verse. Solomon said, He Solomon who loves silver will not be satisfied with silver. Nor he who loves abundance with increase. This also is vanity. Is vanity. You know what he's saying? You know what he's saying? Solomon, Solomon is making an observation, making an about, observation life. about life. And he's telling all of us that you will never have complete satisfaction in the things, in the of, things life. of life. The more you gain, the more, the you more gain, you're going to want, right? Want, Isn't, that right? Isn't that the way that operates? Sure it is. Sure it is. You remember what Jesus said in Matthew, Jesus chapter said in Matthew chapter 16? For what shall it profit shall a man if he shall gain the whole world? And lose his own and soul. Lose his own soul. What, shall what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For his soul? So, from a so worldly from a vantage worldly point, vantage point the, earmarks the earmarks that Solomon talks about here, talks about here, the things that he has experienced, he has experienced in life firsthand. In life. Firsthand. Many people today. Many people today are in hot pursuit of. Are in hot pursuit of. And let me tell you what. And let me tell you what. If you and I were to sit down with people in our world today, and if we were to just ask we them just some ask basic them some fundamental, fundamental questions, about questions about life, for example, 
For example, if you were a person of great power, would you be happy? If you were an individual of tremendous popularity, would you be happy? Well, what about pleasure? If you had all the pleasures that you could ever hope to imagine for, would you be happy? And then let's just throw in all of the possessions that you might ever want in a lifetime. If you could have all of that, would you be happy? How many people do you think would say, yes, yes? You think people would be willing to sign on the dotted line and say, you know what? Sign me up for that. Sign me up for that. But here's my question. But here's my question. Did these things Did these bring, things Solomon, bring Solomon, Solomon the satisfaction, satisfaction happiness, and contentment, happiness, and contentment that he was looking for? That he was looking for. Did he find in these Did things in the these fulfillment things of the purpose of, the purpose of, life? of life? Yes or no? Yes or no? Emphatically no. Emphatically no. Well, how do I know that? Well, how do I know that? Well, look at chapter two. Well, look at chapter two, and look at verse seventeen. Look at verse seventeen. In chapter two, in chapter two, verse seventeen. I want you to think about. I want you to think about what we just talked about. What we just talked about. Solomon is a man of tremendous power. Tremendous power. Popularity. Popularity. He has immersed himself in the pleasures of this world. He is a man of great prosperity. Great prosperity. For most of us, we'd say, you know what? We'd say, you know what? We have all that. We have all that. We would conclude, we would. No way we couldn't be happy. No way we couldn't be happy. But Solomon said, therefore, I hated life, because the work that was done under the sun was grievous to me, for all is vanity and grasping for the wind. Wait a minute, Solomon. Wait a minute, Solomon. You're telling me that you had all these things, but that you hated life. Life. It's exactly what he said. Exactly what he said. How many people in, our, many world people tonight, in our world tonight, if we went down the list, we they, would, the check list, they would check off power and popularity and, popularity, and, pleasure, and pleasure and prosperity. And, prosperity. and they would say, I, they have, would all say, of I things, have all of those things, but I am miserable. But I am miserable. When I was just a young fellow, I, I, I remember there was a there was Western a show that used to Western come on quite frequently. Come on quite frequently. And, and it wasn't on the air very long. The air very long. The reason being because one of the stars on that show committed suicide. Committed suicide. And you know, and you know, all these years later, I wonder in my mind. Why? Why? Why would someone who seems to have everything? Everything. Why would they take their life? Why would they take their life? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. One of the reasons why the so reasons many people so in many our people world today our world are miserable, today are miserable, and they and they try to, in try some to, way, in escape some way, the reality escape of the world, reality of the world through drugs and alcohol, drugs and alcohol because they're because miserable. They're miserable with their lot in life. With their lot in life. On the one hand, they have everything. On the other hand, they have nothing. They have nothing. You remember what Jesus said in Luke twelve fifteen? Luke twelve fifteen. Beware and take heed, of covetousness. Take heed of covetousness. A man's life consisteth not, consisteth not in the abundance in of the, the things, of he, the possesses. things he, possesses. he possesses. It's not what it's you not possess, what but, you rather possess but rather it is about the one who possesses, one you. Who possesses you. That's the Lord. That's the Lord. So, so 
from a worldly vantage point. Again, I said a minute ago that Paul really condensed everything that Solomon talked about in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. He summed it up like this. If the dead do not rise, let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. This is all we have to look forward to then you better get it while you can because at some point in time, you'll step outside this world and that'll be it. But now, turn over to chapter 11 now if you would. Let's now note his concluding analysis about the purpose of life. The beauty of Solomon's writings is that he doesn't yes, leave us doesn't hanging leave regarding, us hanging the, purpose regarding the purpose of life. The Bible says that Bible Solomon, says he, had a Solomon he had a prolific pen. He penned 3,000 3, proverbs. 1, proverbs. 1,005 songs. songs. Solomon, again, Solomon, again quite, a man. quite a man. In chapter 11, In chapter 11 Solomon, begins Solomon begins really Really bringing his, bringing his analysis, analysis to a conclusion. To a conclusion, there are really three key really things, three that, I key things just, that I want to just very briefly talk about. Very briefly talk about. Briefly talk about. First, there's First, what I call what I call a reminder. A reminder. Now look if you would at chapter eleven, verse nine. Solomon said, "Rejoice, Solomon said, o, young rejoice o young man, in your youth." Man, in your youth. And let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Walk in the ways of your heart and in the sight of your eyes. But know that for all these God will bring you into judgment. Therefore, remove sorrow from your heart. Put away evil from your flesh. For childhood and youth are vanity. Now make the transition to chapter 12, verse 1. Remember now, Remember your, creator now your Creator in the days, in the of, days your youth. of your youth. Number one, Number one Solomon, is saying, Solomon is saying, you need to remember. You need to remember. You need to remember, you need to your, remember creator your Creator when you're young. When you're young. Why do you think that's the case? Why do you think that's the case? Is there a reason, is why, there a Solomon reason said, why Solomon said, that we need to, that we need remember, to the creator remember the Creator when we are, when we a, young are person. a young person. I think the answer, ought, think to the answer ought to be obvious. As we grow older, we grow in, life, older what happens? in life, what happens? We become settled we in, become our, ways, settled don't in we? our ways, don't we? The longer you live the longer and the longer you live, you live longer in a particular, live in particular lifestyle, lifestyle, that lifestyle that becomes lifestyle a habit. And old habits and die, old hard, habits don't die hard, don't they? And so what Solomon so is saying Solomon is the time, is to, the begin time to begin a life of devotion, life to, of God devotion to God, is, to when, God you're young. is when you're young. I applaud all of, I you, applaud parents all of you parents that bring your, that bring children, your children to Bible study and worship. Bible study and worship. We've got a We've lot got of young folks here. A lot of young folks here. And let me tell you what, the things, you that, what, they the things learning, that they are learning you can't put a price, tag on, put a price tag on that. They're being taught, They're being taught at a very early, a very early, early, age, early age about the, creator. about the Creator. And they're coming to an understanding, about, to the an understanding about the One who created us, who, created us, who sustains us, who and, sustains who ultimately us and who ultimately redeems us. Redeems us. 
So Solomon so said, you need, Solomon to said you need to remember your creator. Your creator. And the time to do that is when you are a young person. And I would simply, and I would simply make this observation, make very, this quickly. observation very quickly. When you're young, you have to make when a lot young, of choices in life. Choices in life. Some of the decisions that, the you, decisions make that life, you make in this life have consequences, have attached, consequences to attached to them. I'd encourage you to never you to try never anything try or do anything, anything that, do will anything that will become problematic in your life. In your life. A friend of mine many years ago, said, many regarding, years ago said regarding, for example, for example cigarettes. cigarettes. He said, I never had a problem with something I never tried. My advice to young people, don't ever get involved in drugs or cigarettes or alcohol or anything else like that. Stay away from it. Stay away from it. It'll bless your life. It'll bless your life. Now, there's a second thing. Now, there's a second thing. First, the reminder. First, the reminder. But then secondly, the reality. The reality. Well, what about the reality? About the reality. Listen now to what Solomon said. Go back again and look at chapter 12, verse 1. Remember now your Creator in the days of your youth, before the difficult days come, and the years draw near when you say, I have no pleasure in them. Solomon now is going to talk about a reality that we all know something about. And that is the aging process. Those of, you who are young, those of you who are young, to understand that understand unless, that the, Lord Jesus unless comes, the Lord Jesus comes, or unless, or there, unless is an untimely there is death, an untimely death, you will grow old. You will grow old. It's part of life. Part of life. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you the, this. Aging the aging process is very humbling. Is very humbling. It is humbling. It is humbling. Talking to my dad one day, and he said, you know, I've gotten to the point where I don't even look in the mirror anymore. You know, as you grow older, sometimes you don't like what you see, do you? You don't like what you see, do you? But that's how we're designed. That's how we're designed. And so listen to Solomon as he chronicles the aging process. He said, he said, remember now your creator in the days of your youth, before the difficult days come, the years draw near when you say, I have no pleasure in them. While the sun and the light, the moon and the stars are not darkened, and the clouds do not return after the rain. In the day when the keepers of the house tremble, as we grow older in life, the body can sometimes begin to shake and to tremble, can it? And the strong men bow down. In your youth, you got a lot of strength and a lot of power. But as you grow older, what happens? That strength begins to diminish. We're not nearly as strong as we once were in life. And the grinders cease because they're few. We lose our teeth. And those that look through the windows grow dim. When the doors are shut in the streets, as we go through the aging process, our eyesight, Our eyesight is not nearly as, not keen, nearly as, it once as was. keen as it once was. The sound of grinding, sound is, low. Of grinding is low. Our hearing isn't what, hearing it, isn't once what it once was. When one rises up when at the sound of a bird, we don't sleep bird, as well as we once did, well in, our youth, we? did in our youth, do we? It's amazing the number it's of people that have talked to me throughout my life, and I'm talking primarily about folks that are advanced in years who have said that they struggle, to, they sleep struggle at night. to sleep at night. My grandmother used to say used many to say times at 2.30 or, or 3, she would awaken and she, she would, would lie in bed and listen to the radio. Well, 
Well, it's what Solomon's talking about. What Solomon's talking about. And then he said, when they are afraid, of, high, they are afraid of high, we're not nearly as daring nearly as we once were when we were young. We're afraid of hype and we're afraid of, of terrors in the way. In the way. When, the when the almond tree blossoms, our hair, blossoms, our hair turns gray, doesn't it? Turns gray, doesn't Either gray or loose. Either gray or one loose. Or the one other. or the other. And then he said, and desire fails. Now note this. Now note this. For man goes to, his, man eternal goes home, to his eternal home, and the mourners go, about, the the mourners go about the streets. Now listen to verse 6. Now listen to verse six. Remember, your, Remember creator your Creator before the silver cord is loosed, or the, the golden bowl is broken, or the pitcher shattered at the fountain, or the wheel broken at the well. Death. Death. A reality. A reality. What we're talking about. What we're talking about. Job said man born Job of woman is of few days and full of trouble. And full of trouble. The psalmist asked this psalmist question, what man shall live and not see death? The Hebrew writer said, it is appointed unto man once to die, after this cometh the judgment. Death is a reality. Listen to David in the long ago. David again, the father of Solomon. David said, I was young. Now I'm old. Some of us, we've been young, but now we're growing older in life, aren't we? At death, he said, At death, he said, then the dust will return dust to the, will earth, return as it to was. the earth as it was. Do you remember what Moses said in Genesis Moses chapter, said, two, verse Genesis seven? chapter 2, verse 7? That God formed man from the dust of the earth, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and he became a living soul. We have been made in the image and the likeness of God. The Spirit the spirit housed within our housed body, within our body will, live forever, but will live forever, but this body will ultimately, will ultimately return to the dust from whence it was taken. And then the spirit, he said, will return to God who gave it. Vanity of vanity, vanity says the preacher, vanity, says the all, preacher. Is vanity. all is vanity. Let me give you now, Let me give you the, now reason the reason for living. For living. What then is the, purpose, then is the purpose of life? What are we all doing here? What are we all now, doing you know, in the, now, past, you know, in the past, philosophers have raised, philosophers have raised pertinent, questions. pertinent questions. They have asked question, number, asked one, question number one, where'd we come from? Where'd we come from? Number two, their question, two, has, their been, question has been, what are we doing here? Are and, we number doing three, here? and number three, where are we going? Three, where are we going? Solomon, answers Solomon answers those questions, doesn't those he? Questions, doesn't he? So drop down, look at verse so 9. Moreover, because the preacher was wise, he still taught the people acknowledge. Rather, he taught the people knowledge. Yes, he pondered and sought out and set in order many proverbs. The preacher sought to find acceptable words. What was written was upright. Words of truth. The words of the wise are like goats, and the words of scholars are like well-driven nails, given by one shepherd. Now look at verse 12. And further, my son, be admonished, further, my by, son, these. Be admonished by these. Of making many books, and there's no end. Books, of much, study no end. much study is wearisome to the flesh. To the flesh. There are a lot of books that there you might have in your, personal library. your personal library. Let me tell you what. The most what, important the most book important is what I call the book of books. It's called the Bible. Called the Bible. That is the most profound book that has ever been penned. Inspired of God. Inspired of God. Verse thirteen. Verse thirteen. Solomon said, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Right? Here it is. Right. Here's what Here it is. Here's life's what about. Life's the purpose about. of life. The purpose of life. Fear God, keep his commandments. Fear God, keep his commandments. For this is, For this the, is whole the whole of man. Of man. Some translations say, Some translations For, say this For this is man's, man's all. all. 
Solomon is saying, okay, is you want to know what life's all about? It's about living, it's about living with, respect, with respect, all reverence, all for, God, reverence for God and keeping His, and commands. Keeping his commands. Well, why would we do that? Well, why would we do that? I mean, what's the compelling I mean, what's reason, the compelling reason for, fearing God and keeping for fearing His commandments? God and keeping well, look his at commandments. Well, look at verse 14. For God will bring, God every, will word bring every word into judgment, into judgment including, including every secret thing, every secret thing. Whether, it is good whether it is good or whether it is evil. Or whether it is evil. So, so Solomon is saying, Solomon let, me is saying let me tell you what. You need to live, you need to live and glorify God and in glorify life. God in life. Because there will come a day when you, will step, day outside when you will step outside this, this world, world into, eternity. into eternity. Your temporal body, Your temporal body will, decay in the cemetery, will decay in the cemetery, return to dust. Return to dust. Your, spirit, however, Your spirit, however, will go to the Hadean realm, to the Hadean realm where, it will ultimately where it will ultimately await the, await judgment. the judgment. Solomon said God's going to judge every secret every thing, secret whether good, thing, whether good or, evil. or evil. The purpose of life, the purpose of life, glorify God. Glorify God. It's to live for Him day in, and day, for him day in and day out, to the best of our ability. To the best of our ability. Could I ask you a question tonight? Could I ask you a question tonight. Are you living to, Are glorify, you living God? to glorify God? It would be terrible to it live terrible for many, many, years, for upon many, this many earth. years upon this earth. To turn our back on God, back on God, to live for self and not live for the Savior. Many choose to do that. Many choose to do that. But sadly, but sadly, though they might have many, many possessions, have many, many possessions this side of eternity, this side when they step out into that eternal world, they leave it all behind. leave it all behind. So what about you? So what about you? What we read in the book of Ecclesiastes is really a summation of life. Summation of life. It is a picture. It is a picture of mankind mankind. So what are you living for? So what are you living for? If you're here tonight and you're not a Christian, I encourage you. Obey the gospel. Obey the Don't gospel. wait. Don't wait. Jesus said, for God Jesus so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Do you believe Jesus is the Son of God? If you answer yes, would you be willing to repent of your sins as they were instructed on Pentecost Day in Acts 2 verse 38? Would you be willing to confess willing with your mouth what you believe in your heart, that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, as Peter affirmed in Matthew 16? Would you be willing to be immersed in water so that all of your sins can be washed away, Acts 22, 16? Then be faithful, knowing that faithfulness ultimately has its reward. As Jesus said, be faithful unto death, Thomas being the crown of life, Revelation 2.10. If you're here... Tonight. Here tonight, your life's not what it ought to be. You're not living to glorify God. Somewhere along the way, Somewhere along the, way the purpose of life, became, purpose skewed of life became skewed for you. For you. Would, you come home? Would you come home? Understanding that, Understanding God, that God is interested in interested your soul. In the Bible says soul. God's not willing that any, should perish, that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Why not come tonight as we stand and sing? Why?